So why would anyone want to drink their own urine? <laughs> I'll start with biology like in terms of where we came from and how this is critical. Like, so firstly, if, if people think that they can explore and go, they think they're going to find all the answers out in outer space, they're, they're missing the real point. If you want to understand the, the, the actual essence of, of what there is to know, go deeper into your origins and where you came from. And you'll start to realize there's so much there that it, that science is now validating uh, and helping us to understand why these mechanisms uh, have have been so powerful, and why they the things that we've dismissed as being like let's say a waste product uh, that they are incredibly important, fundamental that we wouldn't survive without them. They help us thrive. They, all these types of things. So coming to the womb. So the womb is interesting because one, anyone that's listening to this, as much as they want to discredit me, tell me where a baby urinates. Where do they do it? Is there a potty somewhere where they can kind of go and take, take a leak and then come back and make sure they don't infect themselves or, or are they, or are they peeing in their own house and that environment? Are they suspended in their urine? Is that, would, would that not make sense? Like we'd all have to understand that babies are urinating and, and they urinate rapidly and they are rapidly urinating uh, hourly often or every few hours and they're drinking their urine which is interesting, uh, especially it accelerates in the third trimester. You're talking about every three hours and the babies are selecting urine based on taste. Nobody told them to do that. They're just doing it. What is that? What's that mechanism? There should be a lot of awe and mystery and wonder, not dismissal and disgust. Because firstly, I just want to say this, that Big Pharma, if you have a petrochemical drug-based institution, the best thing that they can do is make you disgusted with yourself and with your own body and how you, even as an infant self healed when a baby in the third trimester is often battling different conditions or things that are happening in the womb, like bright spots in the heart, fluid cysts in the brain, what's it doing? How does it correct these issues? And then you'll understand that urine is not, is a signaling system to the baby. It's, it's helping the body recognize toxins. And, uh, it's not just that it's, it's not that it's giving you toxins and I can explain this mechanism. It's that it's giving you a, a filtrate version of that. It's a metabolite version of that toxin. And it's also the most important aspect is that it's giving you stem cells. That was how we started talking about this in the first place, because we were at this event and we, we definitely weren't talking about drinking your own urine. We were talking about, um, my son and I was talking about how like, yeah, you know, we've given him a lot of different um, functional treatments, right? Like, and we were getting ready to take him to UCLA and other stuff. And, um, you know, he has special needs. And so we're trying to figure out what exactly it is. And um, one of the things we actually did was we gave him stem cells. And the stem cells for sure were one of the biggest like um, boosts that I saw. Wow. His energy increased. It was crazy. It was like night and day, like wow. before and after and how much more active and everything he was and more talkative and you know all these things so anyways um i was telling you that and you were like well what if you know stem cells were free and what if they were actually or you're you you framed it in a weird way you were like what if you didn't have to pay 15 grand for stem cells and what if the stem cells that he got were actually like his own body's produced stem cells that were unique to his DNA that knew exactly what he needed. Would you be interested in that? And I was like, well, yeah. 
And then, you know, I didn't know what rabbit hole that was about to lead me down, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because what, what I was doing was telling you every attractive quality or or important aspect that you would need to assess and then and then finally coming now okay now here's the objection it's going to be an area that you perhaps at this until this point have considered to be disgusting Mm -hmm. but now if everything else i said was true would it be worth reassessing whether you should be disgusted here's my thing i am always open-minded to everything i'm not as much as people think i might be like i know everything or I'm closed-minded. I'm actually not. That's why I end up doing so many things. I'm like, I can tell. Tell me more about why you do that the way you do that. I'm a, a naturally curious person. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to health and everything, one thing is for sure. I do not trust big pharma or the government or anything. That much is certain. Okay. So when your whole business is predicated on people being sick in order for you to make money, I don't like that. The yeah. the incentives don't align. So, yeah, I would never trust. I mean, and I don't if you polled 100 percent of people right now, I would guess 10 percent might trust them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope it, it is that low. And obviously, I hope they trust them when it comes to a tra- trauma event, like you've got a leg that has been broken or something. A finger has been severed. Well, that's different than the hospital. I'm not talking about I'm talking about like these drug companies. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So compartmentalizing and yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. These are the therapies or things that we know they're good at. And basically when it comes to sick, sickness, disease, then there's not really much to offer. And in fact, there's a lot of demonization and things of of things that actually do work. And that's certainly historically what happened with urine uh, as, as the, the most efficacious treatment for practically every disease. And then you'd say, well, this is all hyperbolic and I'm just making things up. I'm just saying things is I can, I can tell you unequivocally that urine is certainly the most single studied substance in modern medicine. And, and, and this is the reason why it is used in so many different medications and not just to the point where there are certain things where they will resemble the structure of urine, like with murine as an example, which is for ear infections and eye infections. Uh, this is a synthetic urine, which is carbamide and hydrogen peroxide. I'm talking now specifically for the ears and ear infections. But then you come over to something like urokinase and you'll find that the companies that are doing the extractions of the urine to take the urokinase are actually like Enzymes of America and Portageon. It's owned by the same company or Enzymes of America own Portageon, the Porta Blue company or Porta Urinal company. Got it. So they're urin- So you're urinating thinking it's just going into waste but it's actually getting collected. The urokinase, which is an enzyme that breaks down proteins. No way. It out. Yeah. And now you're buying it for blood clots and for cancer. You're saying these porta potty companies are keeping the waste and selling it. The smart ones. Yes. Not all of them, but absolutely. I can tell you that, that, uh, you know, back what companies are doing this? Porta John, Porta John, certainly they were, I, I don't track all their, like <laughs> their movements, but, um, but yes, they, they, they were excited to be a part of like at that, like 30 years ago, when a book like your own perfect medicine was written by Martha Christie, she was documenting everything that was going on at that point. And they were excited to be a part of a half a billion dollar industry just for, just for your kinase back then, which was the enzyme from urine. So that was great. That was a huge opportunity. There was another company, Air Saranto, that were, you know, back in 1992, they did $855 million in one year by selling postmenopausal women's urine to women trying to fall pregnant, the women that were giving their urine were volunteers and the women that were getting the urine were paying $1,400. 
They were selling urine for $1,400. Yep. Yeah. For a treatment. And so they made $800 million doing this. Yeah. In one calendar year. I'm in the wrong business, dude. 